Welcome back to another Youth Centered Podcast. Rick Gorman, Director of the North End of a Youth Center, and today I'm very excited to have our latest guest, North End of a High School Junior, Katie Murdoch, who's going to be talking to us a little bit about community service and service projects she's done. She's done some amazing things that you're about to hear about, um, and we want to hear about those things as well as maybe um, share how other kids can maybe have the same opportunities uh, that she's had over the last few years. So Katie, thanks for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me today. Katie, for a lot of people that don't know you, I've obviously got to know you through your work here at the Youth Center and following your uh, your service projects you've done here, especially this last one. Um, tell our listeners a little bit about who, who is Katie Murdoch. Um, I'm a junior at the North Endeavor High School. I'm involved in sports at the school. I do swimming and track, and I'm also part of the youth council at the youth center for the last three years which has been a great way to get involved in service opportunities as well and i'm a camp counselor in the summer at camp nokomis and i'm very passionate about my schoolwork. absolutely so when we asked you to come on we've been following some of these things you've done and i was amazed i've been following this nicaragua trip you did in 2018 but then i found out that you had been doing this pretty much uh, regularly since 2012. Um, when you first started when did you first start getting interested in community service and why well i was really young because my parents raised me on a lot of community service so when i was in first grade i joined the saint jude performance team so I've been doing that since first grade, so the last 11 years. And in sixth grade, I was finally old enough to have the opportunity to go to St. Jude Children's Research Hospital in Memphis, Tennessee. And so I went with 50 other people, a lot of kids and adults, because the team is a lot of kids. And I went down to the hospital and for five days, and we volunteered with the kids and worked with the kids. And after volunteering on this team for so many years it was such an amazing experience to see where the money was going so, so in 2012 you did go down to memphis tennessee to the saint jude hospital how old were you then um i was 12 years old 12 years old and how did you get down there um i flew you flew down yeah. there with the group and how many kids were down there with you um i'd say about 25 it was probably split parents and adult parents and children so it was both kids and parents mm -hmm. so the days you were down there tell us what, what it was what was an average day like down there at the um, st jude hospital so we'd wake up and have breakfast and we'd go to the hospital and there are like many areas of the hospital so there's like the target house and places like where the kids it's more it's not based on like their treatment it's based on like their living like they have apartments and places to like have fun and hang out with other kids and families um some days we'd go to the target house and places like that to just hang out with the kids and make sure that they're having a good day and that each one of them feels special and the siblings of the children as well because no one no kid wants to be forgotten or just so that the parents could have a second to go take a shower and not be worried that their kid was alone um, so those are the days that we were more centered on just hanging out with the kids and playing games and we'd play um, board games or we'd dance for them because we that's what we do as a team and it's how we raise money and there were also days when we were at the hospital where we were working with the kids there too just playing games and making sure that they were having a good time because they're going through obviously a rough time in their life and fighting for their lives 
So with that being one of your first trips, um, what kind of a feeling did you have when you flew back to Boston? Um, I was feeling very empowered and motivated to continue my work with St. Jude Children's Research Hospital because after seeing all the kids, you can't stop. Like, you just have to continue to fighting and keep raising money. And I think it's very special because the team is based off the idea of kids helping kids. So it, the team that dances, there's about 100 kids on it, from ranging from first grade to um, there are college kids on it now. And I just felt like I was so inspired to continue with this service and this type of Organ, these types of organizations that I was involved in. That's great. In 2015, and I think it was through your church, you took a mission trip to upstate New York, Buffalo. Um, tell us a little bit about how that actually came about with your church and take, take me through that experience up in Buffalo. So I got involved with my church as, at a young age, and all throughout we'd been doing service trips. And I always knew I wanted to do a mission trip that was out of state because my siblings had done a bunch of them and I just was so excited to do it. So I was in my youth group and I got confirmed in eighth grade at my church. And um, with that happening, I got the opportunity to go to Buffalo on my first mission trip through group mission trips. And after like raising money for through service auctions and things like that, we, we rented a van and all of us traveled together. So there are about, I believe, 12 kids and two chaperones. Um, and we drove to Buffalo. It was a long drive, but definitely worth it. And we got there on a Sunday and we, do, we did service Monday through Friday. So it was a week long trip. And we were separated into groups and each of us had like a certain house. So my the house I was working on, we had to scrape and paint it. It was two-story house. And you're with people from all over the country working together on this project. And it's amazing to see the like the work happening right before you and meeting and spending time with the people you are helping because they're a lot of the time they're out there with you and they're very engaged with you. That's awesome. And then the following year in 2016, you're headed down to Charleston, West Virginia on another mission trip. What was all that about? Um, That was... On this, with the same group, 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 group mission trips, and it was through my same church. Um, it was the same type of trip, and I did the same type of work that year. But it was, I just painted the inter- interior and exterior of a house with a group from across the country. So. And then this year is actually when I first started following you. Uh, the high school had a nice Twitter site about um, the service learning trip that went to Nicaragua, obviously uh, leaving the country and spending um, a week or so out there. How did that all come about through the high school and then take us through that trip? Miss Morley, who leads these trips out of the country and organized them first at our high school, um, she saw the importance of cultural immersion and service around the world. So she started planning these ships about four years ago through the high school. And this year I went to Nicaragua and it was a cultural immersion and like service learning trip. So we spent our time building the foundation for a school in a local community called Aguas Agrias. And then we also spent time, a lot of time with the kids and we were able to break the language barrier and spoke Spanish, which was a really amazing experience to just spend time with the kids and learn about their lives. And that was 
yeah, we did that. How many kids from the high school went on that trip? Um, I believe there were 20 about. And Ms. Moyles, she teaches at the high school? Yes, she is an English teacher. She's an English teacher. Great. Um, some amazing stuff that you've done, um, and that's not even all the stuff you do around this community. Um, we often look that kids want to do community service, um, but they don't really know maybe how to do it or how to get involved. And, you know, we were talking off the air that, you know, sometimes I think kids are a little lazy and they could do a little more work of themselves trying to figure this out. But what advice do you have to that middle school or high school kid that listens to you today and says, hey, I want to be like Katie Murdoch and go on one of these, these service trips? How do they get about it? You know, who do they talk to? Um, I think that you really have to take initiative of your own path for that in that situation because um, I from experience I've learned that you really have to just ask people and just continue to be like is there anything I can do to help out in this program and you have to continue to join programs um, I didn't realize how amazing the youth center was until I applied to be on youth council and through that you can do so many amazing like serve so much amazing service work in North Andover and the surrounding communities and at the high school we have so many great um, great clubs that you can do service through like student ambassadors and best buddies and I think you just really have to keep it on your radar and always keep looking for things and there are always opportunities like Cor Unum which is a place we go in youth council and through my church and there are always places to go. So you mentioned Karunam. Demi speaks obviously very high of your involvement with our youth council. Um, what are some other things this year's youth council did? Um, so annually, annually we plan the powder puff tournament at the high school in the fall, which the money that we raise is used to sponsor two kids at the Christmas gift drive at the youth center. We also plan the job fair, which is all open to all high schoolers at North Andover. To for that are looking for jobs for this year and we do a lot of smaller community involvement and service trips um, these past few, year, few years I've gone to Cor Unum and Project Home again and a lot of like book fairs for younger kids and fairs that they have in the winter and they're just like a lot of small things around North Andover that are always like need help absolutely yeah um let me talk a little bit about what you got out of community service. So obviously you're giving back, whether it's your own community or outside of our community here. But what did Katie Murdoch get out of all of those experiences, or what she continues to get out of all those experiences? I definitely have gained a widened perspective about life out of North Andover and that when doing the service outside North Andover, you can come back and see that it is needed here too, and there's always things to do in the community, and that just because like you never have to stop giving others, and giving others doesn't just mean like money. A lot of it is based on time, and that just donating your time and doing things like Cor Unum and Project Home Again, just by organizing and serving meals to the less fortunate, you can make a big difference here. Have you matured during this whole process, do you think? Yeah, I definitely it's a big part definitely think it's a big part of who I am today. I don't think I would be the same person I am today without all this these experiences and meeting all these great people I have along the way. They've been great mentors to me, like through the youth center and through St. Jude. I've met so many great people who have taught me so many life lessons about being a good person and always doing your best and helping others. 
and putting others before yourself. And I think that's a really important thing for all kids to get, have when they're growing up and especially in, at middle, in middle school when you're very impressionable. Sure. You can tell that your parents and your family have done a great job <laughs> raising you and uh, you're an amazing young woman. But talk a little bit about who are some of those mentors, whether it's through the mission or, or the, your church and various people maybe at the school or in the community that have, have kind of shown you the way a little bit or at least been mentors and advocate for you. Okay, so Sherry Saroof, she started the St. Jude performance team, um, I believe, 19 years ago, because next year will be the 20th year of the organization. And she's definitely a mentor for me because she showed me that you can start, like she started like with a very small group of people and didn't have like many donations. And they started the first year raising $5,000. And this year we raised over $550,000, which is amazing to happen just like in New England in 19 years. And I think that she just showed me that you, if you have passion and you have perseverance, that you can do anything in life. And that with those things, you can really help a lot of people and that you can make an impact, which is a very important thing to learn that your efforts are not they don't go like they don't they're not useless like you can do something even if it's just you who believes it and you can make a difference and you can encourage others to make the difference too and I think that's a big part of all the other things I do with encouraging other people to pursue community service um, also Demi and I've had three leaders for youth council these last three years Michaela Demi and Diana Diana yes sorry <laughs> Diana and they've all been great um these last few years I've learned different things from all of them about leadership and about organization too just because they've always been on top of it and they're always great with kids at the youth center and with the high schoolers in our group and they've been mentors for always encouraging us to do be the best we can be and helping out in the community and not letting us be lazy like you said high schoolers can tend to be and we always come like ready to work and make a difference in the community absolutely i'm a strong believer that community service should be almost mandated um i know that's a strong statement yeah um if i uh if i actually had the power to replace Chet Jackson for one day with you as principal of the high school. What What's your take on community service? Because you've obviously done it. I know you're a believer in it. Um, I think my, my reason of why I would almost like to see it mandated is I believe anybody who's ever done community service has been glad to have done it. Uh, so even the ones that might be a little bit of a detractor about maybe doing it, um, they've really felt like it's been worth it. What do you? What's your stand on on basically maybe mandating high school kids to do some kind of community service? I think that would be amazing for every single high schooler, even if they're already involved. Then that would just encourage their involvement. And I'm a part of NHS, and that I guess you could say mandates 15 hours per trimester, I believe. But I think that everyone should have that type of encouragement and need to fulfill fulfill their hours. I think that even if it is required, that they would still get the same benefits if they jumped in wholeheartedly and really tried to enjoy the experience. And I think everyone would really benefit from that. 
And as you said right at the beginning, there are a, a lot of opportunities. I know for a fact the North Andover High School has tremendous amount of um, community service type volunteer opportunities. Um, you spoke highly of what we do here, and, and community service is a big piece of what we do here. All of our leadership programs have some um, community service. Um, our Helping's Hands group is leaving tomorrow, raised $10,000 for the relay. Uh, for life, and we'll be over there in Methuen. Uh, Youth Council, as you said, has done so much, and um, so most of our community service. We've got a, we've actually got a middle school boys group now called uh, Next Man Up, and they meet once a week, middle school boys, and they do a community service project uh, in around North Andover or the Merrimack Valley. So, it's uh, it's great. I think that uh, community service is is really important. So today is a, a, another sad day in the country. We've had another school shooting down in Santa Fe, Texas. Um, and, you know, sometimes we hear about all the negatives that are happening um, with kids in general and high school kids. And you're living proof of the real positive. I mean, I, your story is great. Um, it's been amazing to actually talk to you on this. What is what is the future hold for Katie Murdoch? Let's flash fast forward maybe uh, a number of years. Um, well, I plan to go to college after my senior year of high school and I want to major in biology. Um, something I've always been really interested in is, is science and helping others. So in the future, I actually hope to combine both of those by hopefully becoming a doctor and hopefully doing a program like Doctors Without Borders so I can continue to travel and help people in need around the world and not just in the US. And next year, I'm actually going on another service landing trip to Ecuador. Where are you going? Ecuador? Yeah, Ecuador and the Galapagos through the same EF tours and service trip we, I did this year through the high school. That's awesome. Obviously, Doctors Without Borders is one of the most amazing um, programs throughout the world and all of the great things they've done in it. I love reading about the stories of doctors that give their own time throughout the world on some of the saddest cases and, and helping out, so that's great. Um, I want to thank you on behalf of uh, our podcast for coming on today. I want to give you one last uh, opportunity to maybe say something to the kids or even parents about community service. What would you say? I would say that even if you don't think you have time to build it into your schedule, there is always time for this because it is just so important and growing and learning in life and becoming the best person you can be. Well, Katie, I want to thank you for coming on our podcast. You were great. Thank you. Well, listeners, uh, we will have, be back next week. We have a number of uh, other scheduled guests up through the summer now. We've got uh, one every week coming along, and uh, we're trying to get them up uh, on all of our social media platforms by Friday night, so you can check us out on our website, iTunes, uh, Podbean, and, and any of our other Google Play type things that we have out there too. So I want to thank Katie once again. Always thank NACAM for helping us make this podcast a reality. Um, Susan Martin's no longer with me. She's let me handle all the technology myself, and we haven't messed up yet. So hopefully this comes out great too. So as we finish every podcast, we always say too much passion is never enough passion.